welcome as we continue our journey through Genesis chapter 12 as we look at the call of Abram and Sarah. And we've talked a little bit about Abram's lot, that Abram was the last of the family of Noah, the last direct descendant, and therefore was responsible for the blessings and the responsibilities that Noah had. And then we heard yesterday a little bit about the way that we all, most of us, trace our roots to Abraham. And what does that mean for us? What responsibility does that give us? And you now heard me use the word responsibility twice, and I'm going to use it one more time. Today, we're going to talk about Abram's responsibility to the world. Now, uh, Presbyterians, which is the tradition that I'm a part of, talk a lot about election. That we, as God's people, are elected to things. And we sort of get a knock. There's sort of a knock on Presbyterians from other faith traditions uh, that were a little too obsessed with this idea of predestination. Now, predestination is an incredibly complicated concept and I'm not gonna be able to cover it totally right now, but in a nutshell, <laughs> predestination is this. Predestination is the idea that God knows what's gonna happen to you when you die. Not every detail of your life, not everything that's gonna happen to you. It's not fatalism, it's not even fate. It's not, uh, this fly is gonna like land in my coffee and God willed that to happen. God made that happen. Predestination is entirely about the idea that God knows after you die, whether you're going to heaven or hell. And there's lots of interpretations about that. There's a lot of things we can say. And some people say God has predetermined that everyone's going to heaven, hooray. And some people have said that God has predetermined that lots of people are going to hell and just a few people are going to heaven. And the truth is none of us know. Not one of us know. It just is a way of acknowledging that God is the one who has the final say about our final destination. And so predestination is not, again, about free will. It doesn't have anything to do with that. You are given lots of free will. You are welcome to go with God and do whatever it is that you feel like is the right thing to do in your life. We are given choices all the time by God. Predestination doesn't have anything to do with that. They're not opposites. It's not free will or predestination. It's both and. But there is a part of it that comes along with that. And that is throughout the Bible, we're told that there is a special people chosen by God. And that special people changes in the Old Testament it is clearly the country of Israel, that there is, there are God's chosen people, not the country of Israel, the people group of Israel. The country of Israel has some problems and it's a little different. But the people group of Israel, the religious people who, who call to the one God, that they are God's chosen people. So we hear in Romans chapter eight, which is the classical verse about election, the chap classical chapter about election. If you wanna read more in depth about that, it's Romans eight, you can read the whole chapter, it pretty much sums it up. But in Romans eight, we hear this, those who God decided in advance would be conformed to his son, he also called. Those whom he called, he made righteous, and those whom he made righteous, he also glorified. So that is who was elected. It's those who God has glorified, those who God has made righteous. And so that means it could be anybody. Yeah, it could be anybody. It could be anybody could be called. And for a long time, what we did is that we said, if you were elected, if you were called, that made you special. It gave you some form of privilege. It made you better than or over than others. But that's not how God puts it. In Genesis 12, we hear this, I will make of you a great nation and I will bless you. 
I will make your name respected and you will be a blessing. All the families on the earth will be blessed because of you. That is not a statement of privilege. That is a statement which says that if you're called, if you're elected, if you're chosen by God, that is because you are given an extra responsibility. You're being asked to do something. It's not where you get to sit on your couch and not do anything because you're called already and you don't have to worry about it. It's exactly the opposite of that. That if you're called and you're elected and you're preordained and you are made a chosen person by God, you are called to be a blessing to other people. And that doesn't mean other Christians. And that doesn't mean other people that you like. And it doesn't mean the nice people or the privileged people. It means that you are called to be a blessing to all the families of the earth. And that means everybody. Whether a good person or a bad person, whether they're a Christian or not a Christian, whether they are in or out, whether you think they're going to heaven or going to hell. Your job as a called person is to be a blessing. And so it's not so much a blessing to the one who's called as a responsibility. Come back tomorrow when we hear one more story about Abraham and Sarai. What happens next? God bless. There's a place I know for certain I will someday see when I lay down my bird.